Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeart Radio app. Well, the news came out Friday about Silicon Valley Bank and then yesterday another bank running into trouble called Signature Bank. Uh, This brings back scares. Of course, people want to go way back to the depression when there was a run on banks. But even more recently in 2008 with a big mortgage meltdown, some banks ran into problems as well. So this is kind of a new hitch in the whole economic picture. Let's bring on Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI with uh, more on these banks. Alex, how did this start? Well, yeah, so $42 billion is what came out of Silicon Valley Bank on Thursday, and a lot of that was people getting word that things weren't going very well, that Silicon Valley Bank on Wednesday, Tuesday and Wednesday of last week, they said, you know what, we're taking great losses on the bonds that they had, that the interest rates, when they went up, the securities that they had went down to almost nothing. They were going to take losses selling those securities and that they had to raise a lot of money quickly. And that was a warning sign to people who said, i got to get down there and take my money out. $42 billion sucked out on Thursday alone. Friday morning, they went insolvent. And it goes that quickly. Signature Bank over the weekend, they're related to the, the cryptocurrency. They were shut down. Other regional banks are saying, whoa, 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 we're going to be okay. First Republic putting out a note to its customers over the weekend saying, we've got money. Plus, the government is now going to help out to make sure these banks do all right. Uh, but today, you got all the customers who didn't get their money out before outside of uh, Silicon Valley Bank getting from the FDIC 
the Federal Reserve, the Treasury, all of their money out now in this deal that was announced last night that it wouldn't be only what was insured, the FDIC insurance, to $250,000. It would be all of it to make sure that Americans are confident in the banking system. Richard Carver set up his fold-up chair outside of Silicon Valley Bank, a branch today. He said he was going to camp out there until he got his money. To go in and get the guaranteed amount, at least. If And I'd like to get a little more than that. I can't be the only one who wants to get their cash out of here. Yeah, within 15 minutes, he walked in. He walked out with all of his money. And this is an individual uh, customer. You know, this isn't a big tech company. This is a guy who said he just had an account there. And that's where his... Well, they were lucky they didn't get robbed. Yeah. I, well, mean, I mean, you knew the, the people were walking out with hundreds of thousands of dollars. That is true. They did have police. They had police out there. The, the people are, are walking out, yeah, with money or in, in some form of uh, money, the transferring it, but, but he got it. Walking out with what I wanted. I'm going to go collect my chair and go home. And for those uh, who have been against any kind of help saying don't bail out, it's customers like Richard that, that are saying, look, these are individual people, small startups. Uh, we talked to a woman named Lindsay, founder of a company called Strong Suit. She's in Ohio, and she drives a Honda minivan. She said all of her savings went into this company. They've got 15 employees. That's where their money was. It was in Silicon Valley Bank. And come Friday, when she heard something was wrong on Thursday, tried to get a transfer to Chase, I believe, and it didn't go through in time. By Friday, couldn't get any money out. But all of their company's money, all their payroll, everything they've made, poof, it was either locked up or beyond 250 grand. She thought maybe gone. This is not just an issue that is going to start and end in the Bay Area. This is, you know, working families across the entire United States who who were stood to be impacted by this. And guys, I mean, this all comes down to it is the whole banking system in the U.S. and really anywhere runs on on faith, on trust, on belief that when you put your money in, that you're going to be able to get your money out. When you're investing, you know that money may go away. When you put your money into a bank, you think you're going to go to that ATM and it's going to come out. And if Americans don't believe that, the whole system doesn't work. So I remember people part my of parents, what went on. People in my parents' generation, there were always these uh, odd guys who refused to use banks. They didn't trust banks because they... Money under up, the mattress? Yeah, literally, money under the mattress. Or they you know, had it buried in a metal case in their backyard. There are still people that way. Yeah, well, there'll be another generation of those. Uh, what do we know about more of these banks popping up? Uh, now we got these two. Are there or there are sort of several others in trouble? I mean, I saw the stock market today. A lot of banks took hits on their stock prices. They did, but the, what the government announced last night and details of this morning that, that now there is going to be government support to uh, go to regional banks that, that may be showing signs of being in trouble, that seems to have shored up a little bit of that. There was a real concern going into yesterday that these other regional banks that are not, they don't have the regulatory uh, standards that they have to meet of a bigger bank, that they too may be in trouble. And the one that was kind of leading that was First Republic. There have been people today who have still been going there and, and getting their money out. Um, but First Republic telling its customers they were all right over the weekend. And now with the government backing, it would seem like that that they will be all right no matter what. But... There was this feeling that this may have been the beginning of a lot of problems for the the smaller banks that that we have in the U.S., uh, which would only make the bigger banks that much bigger if everybody had to go to the the big ones. Uh, But what went on today, agree with it or not, may have stopped that flow of people going to their regional bank, taking their money out, 
and uh, in deciding that they were going to go somewhere else. And and so today there was some thinking that we were going to wake up this morning and hear that other smaller banks were going belly up today and being taken over by the the FDIC. That hasn't gone on. We haven't heard of any today. Well, Last I, one was yesterday. I, I, have, I have read that there were other regional banks that might have had the same issues that Silicon Valley did, in that they had a lot of excess cash that they put in these uh, treasury well, crypto, bonds. Crypto, yeah, all and of that. Crypt, crypto money and tech profits and venture capital money to invest. And so when you have all this cash, even a bank has to find something to do with it. So they pick these long-term treasury bonds, but they pay less than 2% interest. At least that's was the going interest. Yeah, and rates go up and, and poof. Then if the rates go up, if I can buy get a treasury bond with a 4% interest, why would I buy your bond for less than 2% interest? It, and yep. it, it makes your bond not worth very much. I mean, who are you going to sell that to? Yeah, and they sold them at huge losses. And then uh, then you, it's all about you know PR then. They, they, you hear something isn't right, and we've all seen It's a Wonderful Life. Everybody, <laughs> you know, then it's a run on the bank. And uh, this person tells that person, and that person, t- and then everybody goes oh, and, with, and takes with social, out their money. And, and the, with the social media now, it can happen in seconds. Oh, yeah? Well, it happened on Thursday. Yeah. I mean, the, the bank went from, yeah, they had problems, but they knew it internally on Wednesday. They made the announcement that they had to raise capital Thursday, $42 billion, Friday gone. Yeah. Well, what was the problem with Signature Bank? I heard they're into crypto. That yeah, it's a, a crypto problem. bank. They had uh, similar things going on. Not a lot of details come, on, come out about them. Uh, but it, it, and their shutdown was on Sunday. But so, but uh, I, there's, I think they were like the 36th biggest bank in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Like but what? these behind Washington Mutual, Silicon Valley Bank is the second largest FDIC takeover, and Signature the third. So these are these are pretty big because they they said that Peter Thiel, the uh, famous tech investor, put out the word that you should get your money out of Silicon Valley Bank, and I wondered did somebody else uh, point to uh, Signature? I assume there was probably somebody out there, yeah. I mean, for that much, the amount of money that's being pulled out all at once, yeah, probably. One analyst on TV, they were having a back-and-forth conversation about it, and he says, we got to be really careful. Any one of us could start a run on a bank right now if you say the wrong word or you leak out a little piece of gossip. To yeah. Kramer on uh, Yeah, CNBC. Kramer did. Yeah, that was that idiot. Apparently yeah, he was touting SVB a couple of months ago. Well, he is an idiot, but it's a guy like him. It's an idiot like him who just blurts stuff out. Who could give out, you know, he gets all excited. He blurts out a piece of analysis. Maybe it's right. Maybe it's wrong. It doesn't matter. If it One sounds... person says they heard it, yeah. uh, tells their friend. Their friend puts <laughs> it on social media, and it goes from there. Yeah. All right, Alex, thank you very much for that you update. Got it. Later, guys. Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI. A little bit more that we can talk about concerning the failure of this Silicon Valley Bank. And we'll also talk about, apparently, they may have been a bit distracted by woke policies. Uh, we'll investigate that angle. Woke policy. Maybe. Uh, apparently they were very proud about their diversity, but they weren't paying attention to their investments so much. That's right. They, did, they didn't have an internal regulator. They did not have a risk manager, they call it. Yes. A until risk recently. Ma- right. right. But they had all, all kinds of woke managers, but no risk manager for where they were investing their money. All right, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640. We're live everywhere the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. Now, taking a closer look at the failure of the Silicon Valley Bank, which probably most people had never heard of until it popped up in the news Friday because it was failing and there was a run on deposits, a lister forwarded us a really good 
synopsis of what happened in the Wall Street Journal opinion piece by Andy Kessler. The title of it, if you want to look for it, is Who Killed Silicon Valley Bank? Apparently, no one at the firm perceived any risk from the Fed raising interest rates. You are right, John. In January of 2020, this bank had $55 billion in customer deposits. By the end of last year, $186 billion. They were taking in all of this IPO money. Yeah. Again, Silicon Valley, what do you think? SVB banked almost half of all of its IPO proceeds in the last two years. And what they turned around and did with a lot of it, they apparently, uh, they brought what they considered high-yielding long-term government bonds, $80 billion into 10-year mortgage-backed securities. Instead of opting for short-term treasuries, the 10-year was 1.5%. The treasuries would have only paid 0.25%, but they're short-term. So you can continue to change with the changing interest rates. Instead, they locked into 10-year, 1.5% rates. And the upstart of this column is, didn't these idiots know that the Fed was planning to raise interest rates? They talked about that for a long time, and then they started doing it. Why did they put so much into these long-term locked rates, 10 years? This was stupid management because the federal rates were near zero. It was unprecedented, which means it's not going to stay that way very long. Right. And they, they looked at this and they said, oh, well, you know, we can still we can get one and a half percent and for 10 years. So if the rates stay at zero, we'll be looking. But they didn't. No. So as the rates are now between four and five percent, anybody who wants to buy a bond is going to buy a bond that's going to give you four or five percent interest, not one and a half, which means your 10 year bonds that you own. You're stuck with stuff you can't sell. Now, 10 years from now, you can cash them in with the federal government and you'll get full price. Right. But that's 10 years from now. If you need the money now because your venture capitalist accounts want to make withdrawals, well, what are you going to give them? So this being Silicon Valley, apparently in their proxy statement, they were proud to announce that besides 91% of their board being independent and 45% being women... They have one black, one LBGP2Q plus person, and two veterans. <laughs> well, where were all these geniuses? They <laughs> Everybody was discussing their skin color, their ethnicity, their gender, where they put their parts. That's all on the uh, conference board schedule, right? But locking right. up tens of billions of dollars in a low-interest treasury bond that you can't sell? That didn't come up at the meetings. I wonder how many meetings they spent congratulating themselves over their diversity. <laughs> and how much time did they spend on, well, what happens if the interest rates suddenly go up? What are we going to do with all these bonds? Who's going to buy them? The bank did not even have a chief risk officer for eight months last year. And that's the person well, but, that's supposed that... to take a look at this and say, wait a minute, this could be trouble. You know what? And this 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 idiot who ran the bank he sold millions of dollars worth of stock two weeks ago. And a few hours before they went bankrupt, they were giving out thousands of dollars in bonus money to employees. He knew what was coming. So he made sure he got his cash out of the system. The employees got a little bonus because he knew they were all going to be out of work soon. And, you know, he ran off. <laughs> and, and, you know, I guess maybe to have another uh, diversity meeting. Jeez. The Daily Mail has... Uh, yeah, they have a good rundown of this. 
they invested $5 billion for a healthier planet, held month-long pride <laughs> celebrations, but didn't spot the trouble with their investments. <laughs> F- $5 billion for a healthier planet. Yeah, it's all... They the- promoted safe spaces. <laughs> no safe space if you're a depositor, though. Right, but I mentioned for eight months of the year, there was no chief risk operator. There was they, just... I, this is what the world's become. They, everybody sits and talks all day and looks at each other's color and ethnicity and what kind of gender are you and, and this and that. And nobody's paying attention to business. Nobody's paying attention to what you need for, for, for the whole economy to function properly. This isn't the only place that got infected with the woke virus. The woke virus not only diverts your attention to a lot of nonsense, it blocks you from conducting your regular work. Yes, it's a it's a fascinating virus that all these people caught. Yes, uh, it says your Silicon Valley bank has long touted its diversity, equity and inclusion efforts. Well, <laughs> that's real nice. How, do, how, do, how does how does that pay off the withdrawals? I don't give a damn where I have my money invested, what they're doing with woke policies. I just want to make sure you make me money. That's all that matters. And you make sure my money's safe. I don't care about everything else you that- do and you tout. Uh, if, they had, if diversity was so important, none of this should have happened. Oh, my God. They had Lesbian Visibility Day and Trans Awareness Week. Yeah. Great. <laughs> but uh, nobody was tracking interest rates. Nobody no, said they, what happens if the interest rates uh, go way up. And, and, and they were going to go way up because once you saw those inflation reports, which is now you know over a year ago, the only thing that the federal government can do to slow down inflation is to raise interest rates. There are no other tools. We all knew that was happening, right? right. So the first bad month, you've got to say, okay, game is over. We got to find some buyers now. And maybe by then it's already too late because, you know, most smart people in these businesses know what's going to happen, that the rates are going to go up and up and up. So your your 2% bonds, there's nobody's, nobody's going to buy them. We've also learned that two executives of the Silicon Valley Bank and one of its corporate siblings uh, actually used to work for the now-shuttered Lehman Brothers and the scandal-scarred Deutsche Bank. So there you go. So you can see that they came from shaky backgrounds anyway, and uh, their priorities were probably elsewhere. Boy, oh boy, they, they, they are going through some of the press releases. This as, is why they were a, allegedly all fired, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, as they, as they hired some of these uh, woke executives from the uh, diversity pool, uh, the, the Daily Mail's reprinting some of their uh, press releases. And right. they've got every diversity buzzword imaginable in here. Um, uh, apparently, one woman was, ch- uh, was praised for being part of a charity that comp- complaint- campaigns against homophobic, biphobic, and transphobic bullying. I've never heard of biphobic before. Uh, no, no. Well, yeah, obviously, you're a little bit of a, frightened of a bisexual people, I guess. I'm frightened. Frightened or uncomfortable? I'm, I'm not, the, 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 whole, the, word? the whole phobic term just cracks me up. It's, 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 not, it's not like being afraid of spiders, okay? I, right, I know. But... I don't think it's exactly fear. Well, you used to call it cultural discomfort. Cultural your... discomfort. Boy, did I call that one, huh? <laughs> yeah, you were ahead of your time. I was, was ahead like of my 20 time. years ago you said that. I saw that was coming, that people were going to have cultural discomfort. With a lot what's going on. Uh, all right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeart Radio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640.
run from 1 to 4 every day on the radio. After 4 o'clock, the iHeartRadio app, app has our podcast, John and Ken On Demand. Same thing. That's right. You can also find it at KFIAM640.com, the John and Ken page. You same thing there, too. I hope it's the same podcast. I don't it's, know if there's uh, a different same, one floating around. Same right? show. So you, there's no reason to miss anything now, see? No I, reason. No excuse. Well, you know, I only work until... I don't want to hear it. Right, now, give me three minutes to get this out because I am the person on the show that likes to put things in perspective. <laughs> there is no event in the history of coverage, none, that gets more coverage far outsized to its importance and its audience. What event am I talking about? The Oscars. We're now learning that all of 17 million people watched the Academy Awards last night. Wow. Oh, that really stinks. Back in 2002, 40 million. There's your drop. Now, they'll add in delayed viewing. <clears throat> what I did was I record it. I turned it on, what, 8.15? And just fast-forwarded. <laughs> Through all the scolding? So, all the lectures? Uh, all the woke? Uh, all, the, all the really bad awards. I mean, editing, cinematography. I, I, I don't care about that. So uh, there was one good joke from Jimmy Kimmel. One. Do you know what joke I'm talking about, John Cobelt? Uh, no, I saw none of it. Oh, all right. Because I thought your wife usually makes you watch. I, I was in a car driving from Arizona. Myself. Oh, that's right. You yeah. were. You drove to Arizona? Wow. Yeah, I drove to... Oh, that's uh, right. You love to drive. I yeah. forgot that. Spring training weekend. Uh, yeah, I know. Very exciting. Thanks. <laughs> How was the pitch clock, though? You were home watching the Oscars, okay? I'm uh, watching baseball. I, I watched the whole thing, though, in about an hour and a half. <laughs> I didn't waste four hours. The pitch clock is great. Oh, good. I yeah. thought you would be a traditionalist and object. No, I objected to all the dead time. No, it's really no, good. No, well, okay, good. Because some people say about baseball is there shouldn't be a clock on it. It's meant to be relaxed and enjoyed. Let everyone take their time. That's no? that's oh. when players used to play uh, quickly. Yeah, I know. But uh, the new Now they get out and they, they, uh, they grab their uh, penis and they uh, <laughs> yes, spit right. everywhere and walk around and, and swing. It, and adjust their wristbands. and, <laughs> and Go back to your Oscars thing. Uh, the one good joke from Jimmy Kimmel, it kind of, it, it shocked me so much I yelled out. And the people watching with me were like, you liked that one, didn't you? <laughs> he said, everyone get out your phones and vote as to whether or not Robert Blake should be in the in-memoriam session of the show. <laughs> it's great. That's good. It was well-timed. I mean, he just died the other day, and yeah, he should not be in the in-memoriam. And he was not, by the way. I don't think well, he was. he was in, you know, a great movie in Cold Blood. He was. He had mostly a TV career, but early on, he yeah. was in movies. Right, right. So, uh, I would have voted yes. I. He should be in. I, it was a yes you know, or no. Should I, he be in the in memoriam? You would have voted no. I, no, I think it should have been a yes. You wanted him in to, to be recognized. I, and I like to separate the work from the man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did you inhale fumes on the way back from Arizona? I, I'd like to separate the work from the man. <laughs> oh, back. Uh, all right. I mentioned the other last hour that Joe Biden is coming to Southern California. There was an announcement over the weekend. It's not getting a lot of uh, media coverage, I noticed, but uh, I dug out a few stories. 
The Biden administration has approved a major oil drilling project in our in Alaska. Yeah, gee, why isn't getting a lot of media coverage? I wonder. Ah, it's apparently upsetting the climate activists. Good. Uh, 16 million, apparently it says here, it's going to be uh, an $8 billion plan. <clears throat> uh, it would produce about 600 million barrels of oil over 30 years, generate 278 million metric tons of carbon emissions, according to the U.S. Department of the Interior. You know what? It's ConocoPhillips who will develop these that, well pads. You know, that is, that is the best news I've heard on the environmental front in years. I really was excited. It makes me like Joe Biden just a tiny little bit. That's what a president should be doing. Looking for sources of oil that we can develop so that we have more energy. Now, was this from polling? Did they take a look at next year and say, yes. hey, you know, if we don't yes. do something to make sure gas prices don't become an issue again in 2024, what can we do to get ahead of this? this well, you know, we've been talking about this uh, drilling plan in Alaska for a while. All right, let's take a closer yeah. look at that. Yeah, let's approve that. These guys are doing uh, audience research 24-7. All right, they're holding focus Oh, that's groups. all they do. That's all, all right. they do. And they, they, they not only do polling questions, but they sit people down and they have discussions. And they see which way the discussion goes. And then they show them like fake commercials. They show commercials they think that the Republicans would use against them and see what the reaction is going to be. They look at what the swing voters, how they're going to be influenced. Oh, it's, it's a, a complex science now. And, and it would show the truth. Most people, most people want oil in their lives because they're looking around. They're seeing all the other alternatives all the clean energy it's not working for one reason or another i think that's obvious yeah i look people are always trying to be 40 50 60 years ahead but most of us live in today's world where we have to deal with what's available and what's out there and that's mostly still gas-powered cars yeah and, and we have to deal with the prices and the inflation as it is today uh it's always people that are usually better off they're sometimes called the coastal elites here in California yeah. that are always thinking, ah, don't yeah. worry about it. Spend what you have to spend well, to save the environment. Here, here's a message to uh, everybody in Santa Monica. Since I was in Arizona last night, the last station before the California border, gas was three fifty nine. When I stopped in California near my house, five oh nine. It's a yeah, dollar. You should have figured it out so you didn't have to take any California gas. No, you couldn't do that. Uh, but, well, this. Oh, you drive a guzzler, don't you? Yes. I emptied my I emptied my tank. I got to to my neighborhood, and that's when I filled up again. But I blew out all Arizona gas over California. Oh, you did. That's right. <laughs> paid paid under four bucks a gallon in Arizona, and then I refilled here for five oh nine. So you know what? I'm I'm sick of these people. All right, because all their nonsense cost me a dollar fifty times twenty. But wow. that's thirty bucks. I had to pay thirty bucks more for my tank of gas. I I could fill up. On, on like 60 bucks in, in Arizona. And I come here and it's like 90. It's like, get out. Enough of these people. Uh, so good for Joe Biden. It's ConocoPhillips. It's three well pads within the National Petroleum Reserve, Alaska. It's a 23 million acre area. It's the largest expanse of public land in the United States which is so, why the federal government controls what can happen there. 23 million acres, we're going to dig up a tiny little corner and get tons and tons and tons of oil. That is Yeah, three is, well pads. I mean, oh, there's a picture of the protesters who've been fighting this. Uh, yeah, on January 10th, they're outside of the White House. Defuse the Willow climate bomb. Stop Willow. Act on climate. Stop Willow. They're all holding songs. Those are losers. 
I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm done with the losers. I'm done with the guys who get paid by some uh, wacky leftist woke uh, tech millionaire, and they got all day to wave their stupid signs in the air. I'm done with those guys. I, I don't want to hear about them. I don't want to talk about them. It's like, oh, this is what you do. Be a grown-up. You have to develop more oil and more natural gas to keep America going. All right? Or, or, or the Chinese are going to overrun us. You don't think they're looking at us as being silly and weak? Oh, you know, I'm just so worried about the climate. They're not worried about the climate. And they have four times as many people as we do. Oh, we had mentioned this briefly before, but Silicon Valley Bank apparently was working with more than 1,500 technology firms yeah. on climate projects Good. before maybe, it failed. So uh, maybe solar, hydrogen, and battery storage projects. Maybe they'll all go out of business. They issued them billions of dollars in loans, but uh, now uh, yeah. those loans may be called back as they need to pay out <laughs> their depositors. <laughs> all right, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640. We're live everywhere the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. Coming up after 3 o'clock, we're going to go through another column from a wonderful writer for the El Segundo Times. This is a man who actually wrote a long column that got a lot of attention that you, driving around Los Angeles, are racist. Yes. And you are killing people with your car. Killing people of color. That's correct. You're killing people in lower-income communities of color. If you are white and you're on a freeway right now, you are killing people of color. That's according to, what's this guy's name, Sammy Roth? Sammy Roth. Where do they get these kooks from? He's kind of new on the radar. I Where, what, saw a few articles by him, but I didn't I'm, see this one. I mean, this, this is this is an instant classic. They, uh, <laughs> uh, all right, so we'll this, get this into that. Win, this wins the uh, Robin Ebkarian Award for Idiotic Column of the Month. Well, they're good at drafting and recruiting. They seem they, to always they, find a new columnist who can be just yeah. as ridiculous and stupid as the previous guy. Yeah, they have Anita Chabria. She's a new Rookie of the Year candidate. This yeah. Sammy Roth. I mean, these are leftist woke lunatics. Yeah, I know. They're finding racism. You could be sitting in a car, right? If you are stuck in traffic right now on the 110 freeway, you are a racist. You'll find out exactly why you are. And this goes back to uh, that... Uh, Theory that was spewed by even Pete Buttigieg, the transportation secretary, yeah. that freeways, designs of freeways in general are racist. Yeah, yeah right. Which, which they laid down those freeways as, as far back as the 1940s. Right. Yeah. You know, the, the whole interstate system was done uh, in the 1960s. So here we are in the 2020s, 60 to 80 years later, and they're calling people who are driving on those old, crumbling, dilapidated freeways racist just for existing. All right, well, we're going to give you an update on the San Bernardino Mountain communities who, what was the thing I heard yesterday? If the heavy rains come tomorrow, and they may not get snow there, they may get rains, they're going to get flooded, right? Because all this snow is going to start to melt from That is the next scourge. Scourge. There are already communities up in NorCal that are getting heavily flooded from these storms. I mean, whatever we get, it's not anywhere near what they're getting. Up in uh, Northern California, the Bay Area, Silicon Valley, and of course, Sierra Nevadas, they're getting huge amounts of rain and snow as these storms eventually make their, these atmospheric rivers. Yeah, I'm done with that phrase, too. I know. You they're are. rainstorms. Stop. Yeah, we didn't hear that term even, what, three, four years ago? No normal person uses atmospheric river. Nobody. 
only the weirdos on television in the media. Uh, you know, I get up in the morning, my wife goes, it's raining out. She doesn't say, oh, there's an atmospheric river gliding by. <laughs> and then the Weather Channel names them, right? They yeah, name right. the storms. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it, it's oh, it's 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 uh, atmospheric river Abraham today. It's like get out of here. So this story in the Southern California news groups begins: the Caltrans post came like a victory announcement after weeks of closures, state highways running through isolated, snowed-in communities of the San Bernardino Mountains would finally reopen 10 p.m. Saturday, March 11th. Workers in snowplows had finally cleared most major routes. Photos of highways showed asphalt clear of ice and snow. Surely a site would give some living in those hard-hit mountain communities relief. However, people up there are claiming that a lot of the roads that were cleared, and it would be the main highways, 18, 138, 330, were done to get people to the ski resorts. Yeah. And people living in the off-roads are still suffering right. from heavy snow that makes it impossible well, to get anywhere. Who do you think contributes to the supervisor's campaigns? Exactly. And, you know, it is about the economy. We got to get in. And people were anxious. You could imagine all the people that enjoy skiing reading the stories about all the snow that By was dumped way, up in these mountain communities. Just dying to get up there, right? It, it is now coming on three weeks. It is. Any yes. of these L.A. County supervisors, even the tiniest bit embarrassed that they carted out about a dozen bodies from these homes and that there are still yeah, I heard people it was up to 20, 20, 20 people, I think I think I saw a story over the weekend. That okay. There may have been 20 deaths. Yeah. Tw tw Some well, of them were old people in hospice situations, but still, um, yeah, they might've lived a few more weeks is what I'm saying. If there wasn't any snow, but I mean, that, that's a tough way to go. Freezing to death in your home. No, it is a tough way to go. Right. Right. But, but now, uh, but now they still. And you know what I noticed? And I knew there was something suspicious when when the county announced that ninety five percent of county roads had been cleared as yes. of the end of last. So and I go, hmm, there's a qualifier in there: county roads. I guess right. some other some of the roads aren't considered county. People don't live right on the county roads. These no. homes are somewhere back in roads that yeah. uh, lead out of the uh, county roads. Yeah, little narrow, twisting, turning one lane roads. Those weren't plowed, and the county had no plans to. Right, right. So, Apparently, hundreds of local residents took to the Caltrans Facebook post. Oh, John, I'm sure you're always checking out the Caltrans Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Very exciting place to go. Uh, to criticize the reopening of routes to their towns, which they said were still under siege from the piled-up snow. Way to make it clear that you have no idea the reality of what's happening up here, said one. Terrible idea, another said. People are still trapped in their homes. Structures are still collapsing. There's no parking. We're down to one grocery store. We still have way too much snow up here. This is not the time to come play. Because they're angry that they're trying to definitely get people up there to the ski resorts. And I heard them interviewed. A lot of people are excited to uh, make their way through the roads. Oh, those the people, they'll, they'll roll right over Grandma's body to get there. They <laughs> Grandma could be laying in the snowbank with one little brittle hand sticking out. But apparently the reality was that some of the other roads, they're like one way and they're hemmed in by walls of snow. Uh, residents say they're still trapped under feet of snow. They have to walk to buy food uh, and they have to walk in the street as cars go guess, past them. Hey, guess what? There's not one single employee at Caltrans who gives a crap. All right. Nobody. They have zero interest in your email, your phone call, any of your complaints. None.
Well, I don't understand. Once they've cleared these main roads, why can't they just start working on uh, the roads to people's homes? They're the telling pe- they're telling people to hire a private snowplow guy. Go find your own snowplow. Are those roads? Are those private roads? They're not really uh, county or state maintained. Is that what they are? Because the, I don't know that community very. Um, well. I, yeah, I don't know specifically. What I've heard is they're called private roads, and the county has no responsibility to clear them. Oh, so that could be the reason why they're not mm-hmm. right. uh, trying to plow through there. So there's no there's no charitable reaction here from the county. It's hey, freeze and die. Sorry. A spokesman for Big Bear said the resort was not putting pressure on officials to reopen the area. He noted that with restaurants and motels closed, there'd be few places for visitors to eat and stay once they get here. But the San Bernardino County Sheriff said the resorts have been good partners in the recovery effort. <laughs> Look at that check that came in, huh? <laughs> that's, a way, that's a way to put it, good partners. Yeah, partners. Well, I would imagine that a number of people that live in the these uh, mountain communities do work at the ski resorts, so there is part of the same. Par- partners is a financial term. It is, it is a pretty My, good my investment now. partner. My investment partner. All right, when we come back, it's really hard to believe, and uh, apparently this column was so... Uh, not well received that it went viral and uh, showed up in a number of websites around the country it's by a writer we haven't talked about too much with the el segundo times his name is sammy roth the headline how white and affluent drivers are polluting the air breathed by la's people of color so did you know that did you actually pull your car up into communities of color and just let the exhaust run right inside people's windows is that what's happening you know i i i try to map out my roots and only drive in white people communities so I can ruin their air. I'm very sensitive to this. That's how, well, You think I'm but, kidding? He actually he actually checked to see on his route if he oh, was he going through white people or people of color towns. And this is what upset him. He realized that he, as a white person, was polluting a lot of air in people of color neighborhoods. All right, John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. Uh, and Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. 
Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences, with fewer people, and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited-time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. 